up, everybody? Welcome to the Slam Nest Podcast. I am your host, Superhero Joe, joined by my fellow co-host, Chiplet6, YT Eckes, and the gracious moderator, Papa himself, Delicious Dennis, Dopehead Dennis, a.k.a. Papa Dennis, all those things. What's up, guys? How's everybody doing? <laughs> Hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Purple light gang. I'm so fucking Purple happy. light. Purple hair, dude. Oh yeah, I forgot you went purple hair. That was a uh, damn. That was uh, the commitment. Damn. The commitment to the purple gang. I respect it. You know, I'm, I'm not doing it. it right now. At some point, some point, I might bring it back. I might go red here soon. I'm. I've been on the edge of red lately. If you can't tell, the whole Deadpool thing. I. I think the hair color is very important. Eric, have you ever dyed your hair before? Fuck no. <laughs> No one else had a slim shady area like me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, nope. Can't say that I have. Oh my god. Yeah, how's uh how's everybody's week been? Everybody been been chilling? Yeah, pretty good. I'm trying to get you bitches to wake up. It's it's fucking go time. No, uh <laughs> the big topic today, I wanted to talk about what was going on lately in the world. Um, if you don't know, we record our episodes kind of ahead in advance. So at this current time. A big tragedy kind of happened. Uh, Travis Scott had the Astro World Festival go on uh, a couple days ago, and eight people, eight fucking people, were trampled or suffered for some for some kind of cardiac arrest or something of that sort. I could look into it a little bit more, but the fact that there were eight deaths accounted for at this festival is kind of egregious. And a lot of the talking points I've been seeing on Twitter, on TikTok, or social media just in general is that his his way of handling things was very poorly done at least in my opinion oh, but yeah. then there's like people arguing on both sides as in like he should have done something at the same time he's like he's focused on a huge crowd and he can't necessarily see everything but there was a lot of things that were just kind of going on and i don't think that i don't really i don't know how i would handle the situation if i was him per se but like i feel like you would notice people screaming and panicking like you see in some of the the social media videos of it i think it's just kind of fucked up just in general but um the big topic point is the fact that like if at this kind of venue at this kind of concert and this big open festival and all that why is that why is that even acceptable but you see things like in the metal scene or any other music scene where these things do not take place and i think that i think that there's a lot of people at fault here because you know what was it the rolling stones back in the what the 60s or 70s had like a a, a a riot or somebody somebody got trampled but it was like one or two deaths or something like that or i could be wrong don't fact check me on this but um, there it just how do eight people die at a festival? I just don't understand it. But what do you got? What do what do y'all think? What am I crazy? Am I tripping? This is fucked up, right? Uh, it's 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 stupid. It makes no sense. Yeah, it was super stupid. Yeah. But also, I mean, people blaming Travis. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of bands that we've seen where where they will stop the whole show and be like, hey someone's hurt like, we need to yeah help that person help that person yeah and it's kind of weird because metal bands have pits all the time and even if they can see in the middle of a pit that someone's actually hurt and not just like falling on the ground and they can stop the show and notice that how did travis not notice that eight people were dead there were you know several i don't think he saw the people actually die i think I it saw, was more or less people just screaming and rioting like, i saw one clip where like one of the people that were like unconscious probably at the time were like crowd surfing through the yeah i mean but travis was like right above him and he was just like singing yeah i think it it gets debunked too because there was medical services trying to drive through the festival and people his fans rather were jumping on top of the ambulance or vehicle and were stomping it out like 
and yeah. what world is a lot of these things okay i think that this is just kind of fucked up. maybe i could sit here and sound old i'm only 26 but like what the fuck are these kids doing what is happening what are we and allowing a, a lot of a lot of people are comparing it to metal like i just did a, a but, lot um, on social media for sure a lot of a lot of metalheads are saying that this would never happen in a metal pit and stuff like that when like last week uh slipknot had to stop playing because they just started a bonfire that was 30 feet high i'm not gonna lie that was kind of cool though <laughs> but they stopped i mean it's cool yeah they, it's cool. they they stopped it and then i believe they ended up they didn't cut their set short all no, the way they I, ended up coming back didn't they, they? Ended up, yeah i think they ended up coming back i think that's what i read too because in that sense there's a camaraderie there and i don't know it just it feels like here at this situation there was a whole bunch of kids being stupid and then there was other reports of people um sticking someone with sticking people with syringes or something uh, yeah with drugs, like injecting people yeah and that would lead to some of the cardiac arrest or and then there was people getting stomped out and trampled over like i just this is fucking wild to me this should not happen at a festival i i mean the worst you hear at festivals is people doing drugs or fucking in a porta potty things like that yeah. Good, fun things <laughs> this is fun, not fun. fun normal weird shit exactly but this is just fucked up <laughs> eric what are your thoughts on the whole situation i know you don't know too much about it but just from what we've explained i mean i have a lot of thoughts on it I, I don't think they're gonna line up with your guys's but um yeah i don't know as far as far as like blaming whoever's on stage Typically, I know we have big festivals like Mayhem and uh, and Warp Tour and uh, Not Fest and things like that. So there are some comparable uh, festivals that we have to to hip hop and rap. Uh, but theoretically, like general thinking generally, I would assume that those kinds of festivals have far more people attending, right. uh, and also people of a very different mindset. I think. Uh, yeah. I think also like like the gang mentality shit and that kind of that kind of mm. music is is rampant i don't know if yeah. that, that has anything to do with it but i know like um uh some friends of mine they they used to they liked that kind of music as well um and they used to go to to shows like that i remember they went to one in mountain view um at the shoreline amphitheater and i forget who was playing i think it was like wiz khalifa and somebody else but um yeah, like one of my friends, Tristan, he's like the nicest guy, the nicest fucking dude you would ever meet. He's just a sweetheart. He's tall as shit, but he's a teddy bear. Just the best person. Uh, and somebody thought that he was staring at them or whatever, and this big group of dudes turned around and were like, what the fuck are you looking at, bro? Yeah. What are you looking at? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's that kind of shit that I think probably has something to do with it as well. Um, just that kind of mentality. Um, yeah. but is, as far as like, uh, again, speaking on the mentality, I mean, look at like Woodstock 99, right? True. Like there's riots, they fucking burned everything. They destroyed everything. So it's in who knows who caused that or like who started it or whatever. Uh, and like, it's, it's dark, like bands can't see everything. I don't, I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm assuming there was a large amount of people there, so I wouldn't necessarily blame who, who's ever on stage. And I'm not like defending Travis Scott because first of all, I don't fucking know the guy. Second of all, I don't listen to his music. I don't know anything about this individual other than having to see his name on the internet sometimes. No. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't blame the guy. I don't know, but I'm sure he didn't handle it well. That, yeah, that's not hard for me but, yeah. to believe. There were several videos that because showed I him did. in spots where he, him and Drake. Drake was there as well, and there was several videos where it looked like they were about to stop. 
and then you could see uh like they were pointing into the crowd talking about whatever was going on and they i guess they assumed so and security or whoever would handle it and then they go back and get the dj to play it again and, and they start their song or and i don't know there there's been so many videos of other artists uh, in hip-hop and all kinds of other genres uh that like i think post malone was a big example where he would stop they they showed them like stopping and and trying to make sure everybody was cool i saw stuff from like the food fighters so and so lincoln park came up as well like there's been other they everyone keeps showing all these other examples and i mean if, sure. if you're a big yeah. artist like that and you're having a huge festival like this it's like fifty thousand people or something crazy like that and a lot of them uh according to what i was reading just a minute ago it's a lot of it was a, the main demographic was young kids you know 18 yeah. probably a little younger and a little older oh shitheads yeah so i mean it's just i i don't want to blame travis scott for all of it as well but like i just feel like they could have handled yeah. a lot of it differently the staffing somebody like yeah right. these examples that people are giving though that's if you catch it like you're not gonna be able to Is catch it 100 percent of the time really responsible for the crowd though you know no i don't i wouldn't 100 percent blame it. i think it's the the venues you know but it, the venue is called World, which is the title of his it's his festival his thing that he started yeah so it's not like oh it can't really it's your shit though you know what i mean like it's like if you're the older brother and your little brother does some shit you finna get blamed for it you're supposed to be watching him you know what i'm saying it's so kinda it's kind of crazy that his name's that attached to it all yeah. If this would happen instead of uh, happening at Odd Futures Fest. Oh, dude, Odd I would Future. go to that. Yeah. Odd Future gets such a bad rep, you know. Yeah. But they never had problems like that. No, it just, I feel like, again, eight people and several, many more were injured. I just feel like this is a, this is a talking point in the sense that, like, at what point do you, do you stop the show? I mean, we used Slipknot as an example just a minute ago with their, the whole bonfire thing, like, you have to be able to take responsibility. You should, somebody should be managing a crowd. And I think going forward, not just with Travis Scott, but venues or artists or whoever are going to be paying a little bit more attention to this kind of thing. Cause this is a fucking tragedy. Like this is fucking awful that eight people died. And um, it's, it's just crazy that this is what we're doing now. Like I, again, I get the drugs and the sex and all that stuff and the rock and roll, whatever you want to call it. It's just like, this is just fucking sad. And I don't know. It just it makes me wary about going to a festival in a certain yeah, sense. I, I just find it like, I, I mean, I don't believe for a second that this is new, you know, because this has been happening for forever with large gatherings of people. It's that's why they call it mob mentality. Like, I don't I don't think it's anything different than what we've seen in the past. I think I don't know. I, it's it's complicated and I wasn't there, so I don't know what the fuck happened. True. I, I haven't even yeah. seen any of the videos, you know. Right. Um, so all I have to go off of is, you know, what you guys are telling me. The only things I heard were that people were trampled and they died. Yeah. That's it. So I think there's a lot at fault. Some shit. Shit was crazy. There's a lot of folks in, at fault for it. I don't think it's all Travis Scott. I think a lot of it's the venue. I think a lot of it's the security. Um, I mean, security is supposed to be there to kind of hold it down anyway. You know, you got people crowd surfing, doing all that shit. I mean, and I get yeah, that they have a like, bunch of people broken and like, man, just, yeah. They just like storm the fucking whatever the security or whatever and, and they got in and i'm gonna read this quote right here because i think it's interesting uh it's from the new york times that somebody was interviewing one of the security guards there and he said you cannot just close when you have fifty thousand and over fifty thousand individuals uh we have to worry about things like rioting uh and and um uh bodily harm and stuff when you have a group that that's young so i i get it to a certain degree like you can't just shut it all down but 
there's just got to be better protocols for this kind of stuff. I feel like you should be prepared for festival. How many festivals have we had with this many people? But right. I can stop harping on it. I just think that this is this is big news. I think I this mean, is something that's kind of fucked up. Even, but even to go back to metal, like uh, if you were to travel to France and go to Hellfest, it's Ooh. like one of the biggest festivals in that country. And it's all just strictly metal, like crazy extreme metal too. And it's been going mm-hmm. on for decades, you know? Do you think that these places are going to start putting like it's just like Warped Tour where they used to put up those banners that said no no moshing, no crowd surfing, someone gets hurt, we get sued. You see how far that went. I mean, people still did it anyway. I agree. But do you you think (laughs) venues are going to have or or just tours or festivals, whatever, are going to start having some kind of stricter security plan? Just maybe just they just need to get their securities up to date with like what the hell's going on in the crowd yeah it's like they don't I, even know what moshing is i don't know man i i would i think i i think i'd disagree because with that many people like what are you going to do hire 30 30 000 security guards 40 000 50 000 right, like every yeah. every one security guard per person that's no, not that's, yeah that's what i mean you can't just gotta do that train, you gotta train the security guards that you have now to make them realize like hey these these crowds are way more active than they were 50 years ago you know yeah this generation i don't even know if they are man because like i'm just looking at history and we've had a bunch of shit happen at these big festivals like huge festivals where shit goes wrong quickly so i I just don't know like i see what you guys are saying for sure and i'm not i'm not poo-pooing that (laughs) yeah i I think i think humans have always just i poo on you no i'm just Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's a strange one. And these these examples you were bringing up, Joe, of people um, like, you know, handling the situation better or like bands like Linkin Park or, um, you know, people, fr- front men who stop the show and say, hey, help this person. I yeah. think like a lot of that stuff's situational as well, because like I said, that's if you catch it. And uh, a lot of the shows where that happens, like that's in like a club or something like that. I know there's some some examples of festivals and shit like that, but most of that stuff is in a small contained environment where you can actually see what's going on. Very true. Festivals are a whole different ball game, man. Yeah. And there's, it's I've yeah I've seen some crazy shit. Like even in even in club shows, dude. When you're sardining with everybody, like and everybody, you're just in. You're literally almost inside of someone. Nah, I've been in it's, house shows and shit. Fucking... I've been in somebody's living room fucking kicking shit. Like I I get exactly. the small yeah. confined spaces, yeah. but like. It, it doesn't, it's not hard for me to wrap my head around that being a possibility. Like, that's something that can happen, of course. And I yeah, think. Very much. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it's a rough one, man. Yeah, that's a tragedy. I think, I think we're going to see some, some kind of change or reflection on it. I know the investigation is still going on as of this recording. And uh, Travis Scott has since said some stuff and addressed it and, you know, said his heart is with Houston uh, and all this other stuff. And. You know, oh, did he say that? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm relaying the news for the listeners so they know. Okay, as of right now, but uh, I think that this is going to be an ongoing thing for a minute. They're going to try to investigate, especially with all the the drugs and all the other stuff that happened with the cardiac arrest that kind of led to some of this stuff. Uh, I think. Yeah, we'll, what were we'll you talking more. about with people injecting people? There what was, the fuck? there was a rumor that somebody was running around and it was like bad Molly or something, and uh, and it was that was the start of it. Like somebody took some bad Molly, for example, and then went into cardiac arrest. And then that made yeah. people freak out, and then people started well, running and trampling. That's what I've read, just from what I've seen of rumors. I I also fucking I heard um yeah someone someone like I said when when the people were breaking in were like were rushing the security someone like injected one of the security members with a needle like to his neck and then like he like fainted or passed out or something too and they had to like help him. 
Yeah. This sounds like movie shit. Yeah, I yeah, know. It was pretty uh, wild. Wow. <laughs> I don't, I don't... Goofy shit. I mean, th- is there any confirmation on that though, or is it just like you know, people rumors. putting razor blades in your Halloween candy? Well, I don't well, know about that. <laughs> that's a little bit. Well, more I mean, that's what I'm saying though. There's like, you remember you used to hear those wives' tales when you were younger, like yeah. going to shows and shit. People were like, people are in the pit with razor blades and fucking dirty needles and the spikes on their punk jackets. Or I never whatever. heard that. I always heard, look out for that. the big motherfucker that's just spinning. That's always what I was. <laughs> that was the message that was relayed to me. See that big dude right there? Yeah. If you windmills, you fucking run. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, my point is that things just get sensationalized. So I mean, I agree. We were, I don't. I just. I don't know what happened. I don't know if we'll ever fucking know what happened. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, the investigation is still ongoing as of the recording. So maybe we'll get some more information, and we could probably relay it next podcast. We'll know. Who knows? Uh, moving on, uh, Marshall had a big, huge reveal about the new Paranormal Activity movie. I know we're gonna g- aggressively, <laughs> aggressively, massive Marshall. Gears. Give it to us. These aggressive gears have been switched. We are no longer talking about sad shit. We're talking about scary shit now. Tell them, Marshall. Let them know. Paranormal Activity has released a new movie that you can catch on Paramount Plus, and it is very not a sponsor. Mediocre. <laughs> very <laughs> mediocre. Not a sponsor. I gotta, <clears throat> unless you want to sponsor us, Paramount. Saw that one coming. <laughs> very <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> Uh, just released. I I I watched uh, maybe the first three Paranormal Activity movies. I enjoyed I enjoyed the first and second one because those were like it wasn't new, but it was like a new take on a certain style of scary movie. So I was kind of interested in it. And then the story just got really complicated, really fucking fast. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I can't do this anymore. Uh, this, is, this is turning I, into Saw for I'm me. In the, I'm in the opinion of uh, Paranormal Activity has only gotten better throughout each movie. Oh, I, hate, <laughs> I hate you like, so the first much. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And then just each movie just kept explaining stuff. But the latest one has like nothing to do with what's been going on. It's like a whole new chapter. It's supposed to be like a reboot of sort, sorts, I guess, right? For the most part, which is cool with me. I I like demonic shit. I like spooky. I mean, I, one of my favorite movies of all time is The Exorcist, and I I like the idea of stuff like that. I think that that's really cool. Um, well, not really cool, but you know, I, I think that it's interesting. I don't want to sit here and say I like demons and shit. I don't want to start getting so sick. I don't want to I would get love haunted. To be <laughs> Yo, come on, demons, let's get it. <laughs> uh, I I I'm in the same. I'm in the. I'm in the realm of the camera just got shakier as the movies went on. <laughs> it stopped being a recording of them and fucking Cloverfield that shit. And it was just shaky cam the, the movie. Uh, dude, I, I can't. The shakier, the scarier. Nice <laughs> fucking tennis. I love it. I, I love Cloverfield too. Don't get me wrong. I wish they didn't ruin it with the, the fucking Netflix movie. The movie's dog shit. What? I hated I, that. Dude, the sequels are i can't i can't like because they had a really good story and i was obsessed with the first cloverfield okay i like i bought the blu-ray bonus feature dvd i watched all the back back footage and all of the hidden shit all the easter egg shit i watched all of it obsessed with it and then it took fucking five to ten years to make a sequel with john fucking goodman i'm all right fam (laughs) that movie was ass (laughs) i did not like it the third one's even better, though. There's not like even a monster one. in the second joint like that, bro. It's not even cool. The third one has yeah. a monster in it. Yeah, but you bring the monster in the sequel. Get me hyped again. The third one, eh. Uh, I don't know. I feel like eh, some some movies hit, some of them miss. And th- these were Maybe you have to me. watch the new one to appreciate the second one. No, I'll watch the old one. <laughs> hey, I watched the old one, the first one, during Halloween, when me and Tavi were doing our Halloween stuff, and that was fucking great. I love that one. It's a cool one. When they're in the subway tunnel and the fucking little spider looking. Oh, that shit was fucked up. That's some scary shit. Speaking of scary shit, I tried to play Resident Evil 4 on the VR 
and apparently it's exclusive to one headset, bro. To the the new oh, Oculus wow. Quest yeah. Two, the white wireless yeah, one. Yeah, I was like, what? You have to spend three hundred dollars just to play this twenty year old game. True. Yeah, it's kind of uh, shitty. They they could have done something with PlayStation VR. They could have implemented it into the old Oculus because it's not yeah, really. It doesn't look that impressive in VR. It's just that you get to be fucking Leon in in VR. That's it. And handsome. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> yeah, you get to be handsome. That's cool. But I mean, it's not. The game still looks like its old version. It doesn't even look that enhanced. I, will, I, will play Evil 4. I love yeah. Resident Evil Four. I'm just saying. They, they just. It's not worth what you're. What you just told me. So go and buy a Quest 2 and play a 20-year-old game. See, I had my VR headset ready and everything. I was like, I'm about to fucking play this shit. And I looked it up. I was like, no. No, this can't be true. (laughs) You could play. uh, I did play the Walking Dead game on my baby brother's. He has the Quest 2. I played Walking Dead. That shit is fucking scary. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he got one for uh, Christmas last year, and that's all he he plays that, and he'll play Beat Saber. I'll just walk into his room whenever I come and drop off Stella, and this motherfucker's just like, <laughs> just, he's like ten years old, but he just because like, well, what are you listening to, bro? God, he's he's a to funny. To bring it back to paranormal, though, like I'm typically I don't know about you, Dennis. <clears throat> You guys like Cloverfield, so that means that you don't mind found footage stuff. But yeah. I Ooh. typically don't like found footage movies. I, it's just hard to watch. Like I, I, I like nice choreographed shots that are, you know, yeah, smooth. I, and I all wouldn't that kind of necessarily stuff. say that I would. I like found footage stuff. Like uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess like yeah. I just asked like I, I really don't the right like one. Witch. It scared me as a child, yeah, but as Blair, an adult, I, Blair, I was like, was, I think the first found footage, or at least that put that kind of shit on the map. And yeah, there's sure. one. There's one found footage movie that I actually really liked, but Please it's not it. because it was filmed like that. It's because of the story. But yeah, uh, As Above, So Below was, I thought it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, sure. It was very, yes. very cliche, but I thought it was actually really good. Was that so. a scary movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a horror film. Yeah. Have y'all ever seen Quarantine? Do y'all remember that movie? Yeah, yeah. I, I like that that's one. a good found footage movie. I I enjoyed that. That one fucking terrified me with the old man in the attic with the underwear. That scared the fuck out of me. This <laughs> is terrifying. That and like uh, what's that other VHS? VHS was fucking yeah, scary. VHS yeah, cool. that shocked me with all the different fucking issues. Uh, that are well, not issues, but all the different fucking scenarios. That was that's a good little jump. But activity just kind of, I don't know. It was weird. It's, it's boring as hell, bro. The first one was pretty if good. Yeah, if it's if it doesn't like have a good story, like it's just it's a nail in the coffin. That's, if it's that's a found movie, it only got better and better because it was just like adding more to this boring ass story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I mean, I hear you. I hear you. I liked the first Paranormal Activity just because it, you know, it was yeah, it's just sensationalized and it was fun to watch in a movie theater. Right. But other it than was... that, it was. Very the fucking two people in a house <laughs> with a video camera. What the fuck? <laughs> I went to the theater with some friends. I live in a, a very traditionally southern hood part of town. And uh, I went to the theaters when I was like 16 or 15, whenever the movie came out. And I went with a whole bunch of friends. And a lot of them are uh, 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 African-American, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to be politically correct. These are my homies. Some of my best friends I still talk to this day. I watched grown fucking men go, oh, hell no, nah, and walk up out the theater during several parts of that movie. It was the funniest shit. That was a great, like, yeah. homie, like, friend movie to go watch. Oh, that shit was hilarious. And then think, it, it just uh, fell off, man. I think Jackass is my favorite found footage movie. I hate you. God. <laughs> Have y'all ever seen any of those movies in theater? I saw three in theater. 3D, because I watched it in 3D, and fantastic. Art <laughs> yeah, in its truest really firm. 
<laughs> I'm really excited for Jackass Forever. I can't wait for that movie. It's fucking it's great. It comes out. It's what is this? Like it's January, isn't it? I think. I think they stopped because they already hurt themselves. No, hold on, I can look it up. Um, I think they have a release date. Really? I yeah. think. I'm not mistaken. I guess for release February fourth. It's 2022. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah. It's Dave's shit with the poop with feces. Oh. Anything <laughs> like it's that shit that just oh, fucking yeah. just no yeah. like everything else is hilarious yeah his fucking poop shit dude it's like this this is not funny this is just fucking disgusting <laughs> yeah. what was it in the first movie where he goes into the toilet shop and he's like uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> see that that was funny that was funny but i'm talking about like the newer shit where they like zoom in on his asshole and he's like the <laughs> volcano thing like that's just bro that's i mean it's kind of funny because they did the volcano shit but other than that it's fu just fucking utterly disgusting like it's, saw, it just takes me shit. out of it the in 3D, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best That's fucking jackass anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit y'all with it. The best jackass anything is when they pull uh, what's his name? Uh, Danger Aaron. They pull his tooth with the Lambo, and Chris is the fucking dentist or whatever. And he's like, and then after the whole skits over, he's like eating a cookie. And he's like, some people want to play God, not me, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> it's the fucking funniest <laughs> line he's ever said. I fucking love Chris Pontius. Uh, Chris Pontius is the best. Wild sure. Boys was fantastic too. I really wish they would do something with Wild Boys, but they yeah, never was, did anything uh, movie wise, but which is fine. But I loved Wild Boys. I still watch a lot of Steve O shit uh, on YouTube. His shits, yeah. uh, any kind of skits he does. Oh, his podcasts are really good. I enjoy his podcast as well. Yeah, his podcast is fantastic. Shout out Steve O's podcast. There <laughs> uh, <laughs> was something I was going to mention uh, with, with all the scary movie talk. And you could correlate metal and our genres of music that we enjoy, and and you can see it in a lot of horror movies to a certain degree. Like I, one of my favorite cult classic movies, Queen of the Damned. Anybody, anybody like that movie, or is it just me? I like it. With Jonathan Davis is in the movie. That soundtrack's fantastic. Deftones is in the the sound. It's a great. It's a great. The soundtrack movie. is great. The soundtrack yeah. is fantastic. The movie was great. It had Aaliyah in it. Fucking Aaliyah was the bad guy. That was incredible in the nineties. I loved Aaliyah. I grew up in the South. R and B baby. <laughs> I don't know, dude. The only vampire flick that I like is like 30 Days of Night, I think. Underworld's mm. good too, but I think 30 Days of Night fucking nailed it. Fuck Those are the kind movie. of vampires that I want to watch. Just, just the first one, though. I didn't really fuck with the yeah. sequel. I didn't see the sequel. The, you, don't, you, you don't need to. You don't need to. Yeah, no, exactly. No, no, no. Is it Ethan Hawke in 30 Days of Night? Or is that. I'm thinking, no, I'm no. thinking Josh, of that. Josh Arnett, Josh, right? Yeah, yeah, something like it's that. When they're like out, like trapped in the snow somewhere. Alaska. Yeah, Alaska. Yeah. I'm thinking of the Ethan Hawke movie those, where he's, I fuck with those vampires. Where like vampires take over the world and now like they're all like part of a normal society. What's that movie with Ethan Hawke? It's there. The, he's Daybreakers. Uh, Daybreakers. Right. That's a great fucking movie. I enjoyed that movie too. Where they like cattle up Decent, humans yeah. and shit. Like I thought that's a pretty cool concept that y'all just flipped on its head. Yeah. I've never, yeah. I've never seen that show. Uh, that comedy about the vampires. Oh, uh, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. I want to. I've start seen a little bit of it. It's pretty. The funny. movie is funny. Yeah, I heard. I've, really I've seen both. I, I've seen, or like I said, I've seen a little bit of the show, but I've seen the movie yeah. too. I haven't seen the show. I saw the film though. The film is fucking hilarious. I ought to check it out. Yeah, I, I want to start the show. It's in very the movie. specific humor though. It's like it's dumb shit. It's like child, yeah. very childish humor. Um, but it's 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 not crude. I don't think it's very crude. You know, it's just like Sometimes it's you very need playful. <laughs> you know, it's you gotta you, you just you gotta have that sense of humor or else it's not gonna work. It's a it's a funny one though. I really want to start like that it. at some. I want to watch the movie and then I'll start the show. 
I heard it. I've heard great things about it. And they're like, what, on season two, season three, or something like that? Yeah, I think season two or three, yeah. Ooh. Oh, I thought it was like four. I don't know. Oh, maybe, yeah. I'm not sure. I have so, no idea. But what do you guys think about more? I mean, I guess maybe it's not even really that much of a topic point, but like, I love when they implement music artists into movies and stuff like that. Like, again, I'll bring up Queen of the Damned just because there's cameos from a lot of crazy artists. There's a lot of, like I said, the soundtracks are fantastic. Uh, I mean, I wish that I, I don't think I could sit here and tell you something that's modern in a scary movie where they had like a definitive song that kind of went with the movie from a metal band or something, which I wish they would do some more like that. Unless you guys know one. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I agree with you, though. Like these days, I, I haven't seen a movie in fucking years. I haven't seen a movie since Jennifer's Body that had like a, an actual mm. metal song in it. Yeah. And there was just one. Was yeah. One. Everything else was like fucking yeah. maroon five style fucking music low shoulder <laughs> fuck out of it um but there was one scene where it's like it's go it's a going on a close-up to the the football player that she fucks up in the woods yeah yeah and there there's a i forget who the band is but there's like a fucking actual breakdown like a legit metal breakdown in a film in a fucking film i was like dude let's go i do like that yeah, yeah, review is pretty shit. good because you uh... see fucking you see butt rock in like <laughs> fucking transporter or dumbass movies like that you know like yeah. you see ass rock yeah. and shit like that but you never see like a legitimate metal song in a fucking movie yeah. and there's so many scenes where i'm like this would work great here like what there's and i'm not talking about like the 90s or the 80s fucking like you know like in blade or something where they're doing that like fucking Ooh. 80s drum loop shit <laughs> with the, some guitar behind it even though i love blade i, was, I'm just I talking love blade about, like, too <laughs> I love Blade, but I'm about to rewatch all those. They're all on just, HBO Max, by the way, just so you know. And all those old fighting <laughs> movies with like Jet Li and shit, where they're playing that like, it's like, dude, just fucking stop. Just throw some metal in there, bro. It'll fix all your issues. Easy. I don't know what you're doing. Very easy. You, I agree, man. Those old movies. I'm gonna go and watch all that shit. I've been telling myself I'm Do gonna it. rewatch Blade because it's on HBO Max. So I'm just like, I'm gonna rewatch all Do the it. fucking Blade. Yeah, I think they, they, they keep adding right a lot now. of Jet Li movies to HBO yeah. Max too. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go and have a night where I can just binge that shit. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, the old movies though, I do think there was a charm to that style, of, to a certain degree. Like you said, like Jet Li movies. Like uh, my, one of my favorite Jet Li movies is uh, the one with DMX, uh, Cradle to the Grave. Oh, that's a great fucking movie. Yeah, I love that fucking movie so much. Um, there's a there's a lot of really good instances of like the '90s really had a lot of metal and stuff like that because that was a like, even Ace Ventura had fucking Cannibal Corpse in one scene and that was lit. But yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, I kind of wanted to transition on this too, while we're on the subject of music and metal and and one medium with with um, with movies. We could talk. Like, I want to see more scary games do some more shit like that. I think good soundtracks and and things like that obviously will make a huge impact on the game you're playing. Like, I don't know if you've ever Doom. played Doom. Oh, uh, did you just say Doom or did you say Boom? Doom. I was just say okay. <laughs> Mick Gordon with Doom and Doom Eternal was fantastic, and I want to see more legend. soundtracks that can do that i have those soundtracks on my spotify playlist from time to time it just depends on the mood i'm in obviously but like sometimes i'll go to work fucking listening to at hell's gate i'm ready to go but i want to see more games do that more scary games like your i wouldn't say phasmophobia but i'm trying to think of like a good scary game like visage or something where they could implement some good soundtracks or like hideo kojima's new silent hill reboot that's hopefully coming out it'd be really cool to see there have more metal influence or just you might know this Marshall, I, I I was playing uh the Master Chief Collection. I forget what game it was, but I was I was playing one of the fucking Halos, and I I was hearing Periphery, 
They put yeah. Periphery in the soundtrack. You're playing Halo 2. For the, Halo 2. Uh, oh, wow. So for the original Halo 2, they had like Steve Va doing the guitar. Mm -hmm. And for the anniversary, they had the guitarist. What's his name? Uh, for Periphery? Misha? Misha, yeah. They had Misha on there instead of Steve Vai. So he did like two tracks, I think. They're pretty good too. You need yeah, to I was like, let's fucking go. The what? I don't remember <laughs> this in Halo, dog. I was like, hmm. Do you have it on your some fucking uh, alien ass, baby? Let's go. They took out the. There's one part in Halo 2 where they play Breaking Benjamin, and they took that out for Misha's breakdown. So, bruh, hell. <laughs> Do you have. Uh, I'm about. Uh, was that on your Xbox you played the Master Chief Collection? Yeah. So if you log into your Xbox account on your PC and it's in your library, you can play it. We, we can play together. Oh, no. It's crossplay too, isn't it, Marshall? Oh yeah, we could just do that one of these days. I would definitely because I I was trying to play with Marshall last podcast and my shit would not download. It was stressing me out. What's when's the new Halo coming out? God what damn. is that? That's the original soundtrack. That's crazy. Oh, on vinyl, hell yeah. There's only two thousand of them, bro. Damn. That's gonna be worth some True coin. Fan. I keep forgetting you have purple hair. I keep thinking it's the light, but then I look in and it's just fucking hair. Oh, the it's purple. there, man. He's in it. Uh, yeah, I would love to see some some crazy stuff with gaming. And yeah, uh, Halo Infinite is supposed to be coming out. Was it December seventh? I thought it was sometime next month. It's, it's December something. I'm so excited for it. I'm gonna have so much fun playing that. Um, yeah, the 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 usually this is like the the hype time to be playing games, and there's some, there's some crazy shit that's getting ready to come out. But yeah, I, I want to see some more music and some more games. I I, I think these scores are obviously really beautiful in certain games that really really need it like skyrim or whatever fucking role-playing game i think the scores are really fucking important but like it'd be really cool if you had some crazier shit cyberpunk was a good example of like that's great fucking music in that fucking game a lot of stuff that they made what just was, for the game what was that there was a soundtrack that was literally it fucking knocked my socks off bro it, it was mass effect i think mass effect had a fantastic soundtrack that shit all three I, games. It makes you want to cry like a little fucking bitch. Oh, like, dude, especially at the end of the third one. Oh, oh, it was so good. Oh, fantastic, gorgeous. Oh, um, I give. Oh, dude, yeah, Mass Effect was great. I enjoyed those games back in the day. Destiny has a beautiful soundtrack. I always give Bungie a lot of credit for that. That you know, obviously with Halo, they did a fantastic job. Destiny has a beautiful score. Um, if you ever want a good lo-fi for one of their raids, they made a uh like a lo-fi style soundtrack just for one raid and it's phenomenal oh my god i'll have to send you guys a link that shit is crazy um metal gear solid had a great soundtrack all of the shit from metal gear solid was fantastic all of the like spy style music ah i gotta get you guys in i gotta get y'all cultured <laughs> welcome back to slam Dance podcast hope you enjoyed your commercial break <laughs> so we've been talking music and games and all and movies and stuff we've kind of been all over i think we're all we all have some kind of form of ADHD where we just keep spiraling into different things, and I kind of like that. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk live shows. Uh, later this month, Dennis and me are going to go see Left to Suffer, Boundaries, uh, and uh, Body Snatcher. As well, there's one other band on that lineup. I can't mouth remember. For mouth Mouth of War. I don't think it's Mouth for War. Is it? Is it Mouth for War? I think it's for War. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mouth for War. <laughs> I messed that up. <laughs> Shout right, out Mouth yeah. of War. <laughs> No, uh, I'm excited about live shows spinning up again. Uh, it's COVID has been kind of fucking iffy, but it's nice to get back in the groove of things. And seeing Knock Loose was a good start, starting point for me. 
I hate myself that I missed Varials the other night. Varials was in town and I had to work with uh, yeah. Unity TX of all fucking Wait. bands. Yeah. Wait. They were here. Volumes already came? Huh? Volumes and all them already Yeah, came? that was like, it, not, well, it was on Friday. Because I was very upset that I was at work. Because yeah i was like god damn it i saw friends of mine text me about it and i was like fuck dude I, I i'm at work and i didn't get out of work till like fucking nine o'clock so i was like well that i'll just catch them next year um damn, I all about it i would have i would have fucking loved that show i would have too man i would have fucking loved it but it is what it is i had to get my money i'm with it uh i'm curious because i haven't talked to eric much about it but eric what are you go to live shows is that kind of your scene still i know you're you're an old man nowadays uh, no no it's not i haven't been, i haven't been to a live show in a fucking minute dude i think to be honest with you i think the last live show i went, I went to was in 2017 and i think it was a warp tour uh, oh, i used yeah. to go to the yeah, ace of spades a lot in in sacramento yeah uh, that's where I, most of my shows you know I, I i went to at that venue um, but yeah, not so much anymore. Like I, I used to be that, that kid who was always in the pit and jumping off the PA system and doing stupid shit. I loved it. And I definitely don't regret doing any of that. But nowadays, like, I'm just like, bro, you're fat and you're sweaty. Don't fucking touch me. <laughs> like, I don't like if maybe if there's some like reserved seating or shit like that, but you don't get that in club shows for metal. So no, like no. I would, I'm, I'd be the guy now if I were still going to live shows, uh, I'd be the guy, I'd be the guy in the back with my arms crossed, like just trying to watch the show yeah that guy now um but yeah and I, I i do miss it sometimes i really do but also like the the way my household is in my personal life like my wife is does not she has a, a very drastic fear of getting sick and uh and of vomiting and things like that so when it comes to something like a pandemic it's much easier right. for me to limit myself you know going out and doing things like that because it makes her worry less and takes you know kind of a load off her shoulders so i, respect I don't that. think anytime soon yeah i, I do that. miss it though i yeah. do i would do. you it's go to just... like those reserve seating style like shows like stadium junts or yep. anything that you would definitely do something like that nowadays i would i would yeah. yeah i mean i'd still even go to a club show i don't care i'd just i'd be in the back i would i wouldn't be yeah. in the crowd do you think just, a big factor it, in that is like maybe like depending on what band comes through to where you're like okay i'll justify me going to this i'll drop 15 bucks <laughs> like yeah I, see it's not even like the money really like because you're supporting something that you care about it's not so much that it's it's more of like do do i really want to drive like two hours and yeah you know just get irritated as shit for 45 minutes trying to find parking and then be pissed off for the show that i'm paying to see so would not you really usually, would you like, go with with homies when you used to go to the sacramento shows like, yeah, yeah i would never drive i'd be like Psh. Bitch, you drive doing shit. I'm gonna sit in the back seat and drink and smoke, bro. I'm I'm not driving. I'm the, fuck that. That was how I was able to enjoy shit like that. But okay. me, like I'm the kind of person that drives up to the show. If I'm sitting there looking for fucking parallel parking for 45 minutes, I'm like, I'm I'm done. I'm fucking over it. Like I, I just want to shower, want to eat something, and go to bed. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm the complete opposite. I'll go to shows if, especially if it's in my area. But sometimes I think me and Tave have the most fun doing the uh, like traveling for shows. I used to love traveling for Warp Tour and and going to a couple shows. I would go to the Nashville one when they would do it, uh, and then I would occasionally either go to Dallas or uh, Atlanta just because I have friends over there too. So I would go to either one and just go and hang out with folks and. If I missed a band on one tour, 
or on one uh, date, then I would go and see them the next time. So I, I always try to right. do stuff like that. Or uh, what's it over in Chicago? Um, is it Riot Fest in Chicago? I can't remember. But I would try to I would try to go to different festivals and try to do different stuff like that. And then local shows, I try to go as many as I can. Not just for, oh, I want to support the bands. And I also, you know, there's people in that scene that I haven't seen in forever and I get to see again and say what's up. You know, it's almost like a little mini fucking high school reunion style vibe to where you're like, oh, how's everybody doing? How's the family? This, that, and the other. And as I get older, it's more and more of that. And it's kind of cool. And if it's any consolation, man, I really wish I was like that. I do. That's fair. Because it would make my life a lot easier and more fun. But (laughs) I'm not. I'm boring as shit and I'm a fucking pissed off old man. Then I just, there seems to be nothing I can do about it. You're adorable. Oh, <laughs> pretty soon you'll be in a robe running out the house like get off my lawn you crazy kids like <laughs> that's already me bro what are you talking about? god damn it <laughs> oh man yeah i missed the live shows i'm glad they're coming back pre-pandy though i i agree like i would try to go as many as i could but like there were as the pandemic started pre or you know post-pandy as i would like to call it uh <laughs> I, I was very wary about stuff too because before the pandemic the last show i got to go see was kubicon with uh uh, 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 terror, and I believe it was a case of strain, and it was fucking fantastic. And then That's the pandemic, disgusting oh, dude, it was gross. Um, then the pandemic really started to kick in. Like this was like March, I think it happened. I went to the show, and then like two or three days later, everybody was like, "All right, time to lock this shit down." And you started seeing shit get canceled. Uh, and I, I had tickets to go see Slipknot two or three months later, and then they got canceled and never got rescheduled. And I was so upset because I had never seen Slipknot live before, so I was kind of bummed about yeah. that. But I'm glad they're resurfacing, and I'm glad we talked a little bit about it last podcast too with our you know favorite up and coming bands or albums of the year, or whatever. I'm, I want to see Spirit Box. I want to see Alpha Wolf. There's a lot of stuff that's got me amped up to go and see some of these bands, especially the ones that are putting out bangers. But I mean, you know, the whole live show experience to me though is just like I said, is that camaraderie and like it's fun, it's casual. My scene is pretty cool, and I know everyone just about, so it's kind of nice that I don't really have to worry about any bullshit. But like. Where you're from, though, it's, you, you know, were you were you still out? You said you were in the pits and all that, but, like, did you ever have beef with folks? Or, you know, were you or were you always just with your group and you just kicked it with your group? The, the second one. Uh, <laughs> it, when it comes to, like, when it comes to local shows, that was different. Mm. Like, there's there's a little hardcore scene in my town. Um, and that was different. Yeah, plenty of fights, plenty of beer bottles thrown, plenty of knives pulled out. Fuck. That kind of shit. That just. That's different. <laughs> It's that's the hardcore scene here for sure. But um motherfuckers got yeah, blades like sh- <laughs> I remember though, like I another thing that really turned me off of live shows was they promote drinking, obviously, so they can make money. They sell alcohol and shit like that. But when it when it at least back then, like when it came to weed, because I didn't drink back then. Like I was a stoner for most of my life. So uh, I didn't drink, I didn't fuck with any of that stuff. I just like smoking. I drink every now and then, but primarily weed. Um and I, we were smoking outside of the venue, you know, sitting there waiting to get in. This was at Ace of Spades. Uh, and this, you what know, big cool security name. guard. Sorry. <laughs> what? What, you so what a cool venue name, Ace of Spades. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And, and I liked it a lot. But they switched management. And this was right after that. We were standing outside waiting in the line. And uh, um, me and a friend of mine, uh, Jacob, we were smoking a blunt, uh, a backwood. And I was, and we were just enjoying ourselves, you know, having a good time. The guy comes over, he's like, hey, you need to put that out. I'm like, uh, okay, sure. And then he made some other, like, really snarky, like, shitty comments. Yeah. And I and I told him, I was like, so, so wait a second. You want to promote something that generally, typically makes people more violent 
and therefore creates more of a liability for not only yourself, but the venue you work for. But I can't smoke a fucking plant. <laughs> and I'm not even in your vicinity, dog. Like, I'm fucking 200 feet away from the fucking venue. Like, and I can't smoke this on the street? Like, this is not your fucking problem. I'm not inside the venue. Yeah, I'm on the yeah. sidewalk. So I'm like, why do you feel with your fucking God complex? Like, you need to come over to me and tell me what I can and can't do. Like, it's that kind of mentality. And it wasn't just him. Like, it was every fucking security guard there after they switched management. And I'm like, I just, uh, how, how about fuck all of you? How about no. that? Like, <laughs> I, I don't need to be here. I want to be here to support bands and have a good time. But if you guys are going to be fucking cocksuckers like this, this is a waste of my time. It just didn't make sense to me. And yeah. it's that kind of, it just, it, they're just shitty. They were just shitty people. And I didn't. Left I, a bad I don't taste know. in your mouth. I, I get that. That's yeah, it was bad. definitely a bad taste. Um, I hate that for you, man. Cause it, definitely I've, I've tried to, I guess it's the salesman in me just because I've worked sales forever. But like every time I go to, at least locally, I try to get to know whether it's a bartender or whoever, try to be friendly and cordial enough to where I can have some kind of layer of communication just so I become a friendly face and they recognize me the next time I come in. Like I don't really have any ulterior motives, but I do like having the idea of a connection. Like, uh, one of the venues that we, we like to go to, uh, I'm cool. I'm not cool with, I'm, I know of the owner and I, I've talked and we've had a lot of pleasant conversations in the past. I feel like I can go and confidently ask him for a favor if we needed to rent out a venue or do something. Like, I try to always be like that, but like, there are instances where I've had to deal with shitty venue owners or just shitty staff or things like that. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm never coming here again because this is yeah. fucking yeah. terrible. And I don't, I don't want to make it seem like that was just like the end of it for me. And I was like, so my feelings were so hurt. Like, no, fuck those it's, guys. Like, I, it, it didn't matter to me. I was like, okay, you guys are fucks. Yeah, I don't really want to come back here. Have fun with whatever principle. you got going. It is, it is the, the prob- principle. Well, it's the principle, but I'm I'm over it. Like, I, that happened. It's fine. Move on. Like, there's, uh, whatever. What am I going to do? I don't have any fucking power there. Like, yeah. the problem is, though, is it, like, I live in California. And typically, I think people feel that because I live in California, Dennis, I'm sure you get this too. Like, there's just so much shit. For you, there probably is, Dennis, because you live in SoCal. But for me... I live in the asshole of the armpit of the United <laughs> oh, States. God. So the only shows that I can go to are at least two hours away. Um, the image so of that a, is in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there's like a select few venues that I have to choose from for the kind of music that we listen to, you know? Yeah. Um, and it that sometimes can be a, a turnoff as well. Like part of me really wants to go and, and, and pay and show my support and keep this genre alive. But the other part of me is like... Uh, well, I could just stay home and not do that too. So no, there's definitely pros and cons to it. And like I, I was kind of harping on it a little bit earlier, was like if there was a band that you really wanted to see or something to make the trip worthwhile. Because I mean, again, two hours is a bit of a drive. Like a majority of the reason why I'm going to go, I'm going to Nashville to go see Left to Suffer it's, and all that is it's three hours bitch. for me. No, it's fine. It's three hours <laughs> for me, but I, you know, it's more or less not for the music. I'm going for the homies to go see some friends and like make an excuse to have, you know, a little bro day and go do whatever. Like that's fucking cool to me. Yeah. I I don't want to hijack the podcast, but now that I think about it, I think there's some like underlining, (laughs) (laughs) I think there's like uh, some underlining shit also. Cause like music was everything for me up until I was 19. So that's what I wanted to do. I had no backup plan, nothing like that. I was like, I'm just going to play music. Uh, and I went to Musicians Institute in Los Angeles to study music and to start, hopefully, a career. Um, and I didn't really care. You know, I didn't have any preconceived notion of what that was going to be like. I just had hopes and 
uh, I was like, okay, yeah, it's, it doesn't matter because I love music so much. Like this will be doable. Um, so I went and I was immediately turned off from the entire music industry, bro. Like first of all, it, I have to think like it's LA. So there's a certain mentality already established there with, with folks that is just shitty. Uh, so everybody there who went to that school was like, you know, the best drummer in their shit town, you know? So everybody has this fucking mentality. Like, dude, I'm the fucking shit. Like maybe like if you would be so lucky to play with me, like, right. Maybe like, and I'm like, you can sit and spin you fuck. Like, I don't, it was that kind of mentality that just not only that, that really turned me off, but it's, it, it was just fake ass bullshit. Like I, I had lived in this. I lived on Hollywood Boulevard, so that's basically all I saw. That I just terrible. Like, I, just, I know awful. it was the worst, bro. Um, A tourist it's, it's attraction. That kind of shit. Like, and I met so many people there. There were two people, two people that I met there that were actual like decent human beings. Uh, but out of you know the hundreds of people that I met and interacted with, and you know we we went to shows and, and did all that stuff. We were surrounded by music for the entire duration of our our time at the school. Yeah. Um, but throughout those hundreds of people that I met, they were just, it's just fake shit, just yeah. blatant fake shit. And the, the amount, the, the, how much they're willing to step on you and oh, just yeah. fucking buckle through you just to get to that next spot. I was like, so, I mean, I don't want to be a part of this. It's like, doggy dog. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, and it's not even that, like that I can respect, but don't fucking sit there and tell me like you want to be homies and then do the dog eat dog shit. Like, Mm. Just give it to me straightforward. If you're that kind of person, that's fine. I, nah. I accept that. Like I, I, under, I can understand that. What yeah. I don't understand is you preaching that bullshit. Like let's be bros, dude. It's like, so fucking, fucking easy out. to be two faced, though. It's so easy to be two faced. So why th- that's you... right. easy or not. That does. I don't give a fuck. Just oh, tell course. me how it is. Like no. it, it just be like, yeah, I'm a fake piece of shit. I, you know, I'm I'm fake as fuck. I'm kind of worthless. That's but how you know, we can still hang out went. sometimes. And I'll be like, sure, sure, yeah, it's, that's fine. Uh-huh. It, the the music industry absolutely is is has its shitty parts. There are some good stuff too. Like I'm not gonna sit here and act like my music scene is any different. Yeah, I'm just talking about the business. Yeah, side of no, like, I, I agree. The business side especially is grimy. Oh, hundred percent. I've seen a lot of people really have to claw their way up just to get to where they, you know, where they want to be or even close to where they want to be. And it's not even with the big suits or anything like that. It's more or less like some of the people down there with you that will step on you. It's very, I yeah. compare it in like content creation. Like imagine you're okay. You're a streamer. You're live. And then somebody else comes in your chats. Like, Hey, I'm live right now too. Like people will be fucking grimy. I'm doing the same shit. Right. Exactly. Like folks will be grimy. Yeah, it's but, easy to but do you have that. a band button. It's the internet. You have a, you can literally yeah. like, no, I don't think so. You can't yeah. do that. And then life. I'll go around on Twitter and be like, yeah, it just fucking sucks. I just hates other streamers. <laughs> I could spin that shit. You know what I'm saying? You like, motherfucker. Exactly. But that's, that is a majority of the industries out in today's world. Like every facet of it. Like everyone wants clout. Everyone wants to be the, the next big thing, whatever. That's the biggest fucking contrast with how things were back in the day. Like, now, like, you know, those, those, those fucking people that would, like, hand out cassettes or CDs back in the day and be like, hey, like, the real fucking people that would work for their shit, you don't see that shit no more. Everything's so fucking easy, and it's easy to be two-faced. I mean, it's easy to be shady. It's easy to say, oh. You should oh, go to Hollywood Boulevard. You'll you'll get some mixtapes. I'm all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm from the South. We do that shit, too. Buy my mixtape, fam. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to circle back. Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, go, go, go ahead. No, oh, I was, I was just going to say it's just the business model, but I mean, we touched on that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it doesn't, 
it, it works for you know the companies and, and the uh, the labels and shit like that, but it it hasn't worked for the artists since day one. So <laughs> it's um, fucked up, man. It's so fucked up. I I wanted to I circle back on uh, the live show thing because I do think that culture is really important. Like I said, for me, it's a big fun time. Uh, you said you had a, a great time with it back in the day. Marshall, I'm curious, oh, like, sure. what the experience is for you? Is it just the music? Is it the show? Is, you know, is it the fucking theatrics? Whatever. What is it, what is it for you? What's the live show life like for you? Um, I go to shows to feel the presence of the band playing, you know what I'm saying? Like, when mm. I went to go see Dying Wish, there wasn't nobody but, like, 30, 40 people there. Small show. But, right, but they still played really well and we were still swinging in our arms and shit so it's i really just go for the vibes and yeah. uh i really i look for the pit and if there's a pit i'm trying to get all my energy out and stuff yeah I love, I, you know what i'm saying i respect going, it going to a show is like going to the gym bro i love going you guys know how i met marshall i don't think i've told y'all this story i might have told dennis but i don't think i've told eric Tell us about your meat cute. <laughs> it's not good. So I knew of Marshall. I've known I've known of Marshall when I started dating my wife. They were friends in high school, so I would see them talk and stuff every now and then, like on social media, or whatever. And my buddy, our mutual friend David, mentioned it too. It was like, "Hey, we're gonna go see Whitechapel this weekend. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" So me and my buddy David, we go to the show. We have fun again. I knew of Marshall. I've played games with Marshall at this point. We just never met face to face. I don't think. And I remember grabbing a beer, drinking some of my beer, downing it, going into this white chapel pit, and just out of nowhere. Marshall's relatively, I'm tall. He's a little bit shorter than me. Marshall just, I'm in this pit. I'm enjoying it. I stop for a second. Marshall fucking drops in and like dive kicks me. He's like, what's up, fuckers? Like, and it's just little ass motherfucker just starts beating the shit out of me. And I was like, you know what? I love this guy. <laughs> this is this is the kind of energy I need in my life. And since then, it's just been mayhem. When we were at Knock Loose, we didn't. I love Knock Loose and I really enjoy a lot of their music, but I didn't know every word to every song. I'm not like a diehard. But like me and Marshall, Marshall wore like a button down shirt. <laughs> he like dressed up nice. It was really weird. I wore like all black, like at every show I do. And we're in a pit and then Marshall just starts unbuttoning his shirt because it got so hot. <laughs> and just started going in, man. And like, that's the live show vibe, man. Just going in with the homies and just kicking it. It's a good time. And I think... I would do this for, I'll, I think I will continue to go to shows and eventually I'll probably get to that point where I'm like, all right, I'm too old for a fucking pit. Unless I'm around other older people that are my age, probably still in Marshall, just like, all right, this looks like our scene. Well, I'll still get in pits and enjoy it every now and then. And uh, I think I eventually just want to get to the point where I can start taking Stella to shows. Oh my God, I cannot wait for that fucking shit. That's going to be great. Yeah, but, like you were saying about Knock Loose, like I don't even... I don't even really necessarily like Knock Loose. We, we, I sure was acting like it. <laughs> we were just amped to go to a show, dude. We were like, we got our fucking vaccination cards. Let's get us in this bitch. Let's go. Whoop some ass. We were, we were on it. I, I knew it was going to be a fun night when we get to the bar. And I'm like, yeah, let me get a uh, Corona. And then Marshall's like, yeah, let me get a rum and Coke. And I was like, oh, fuck, you're drinking liquor. This no, is no, yeah, or said, Jack yeah, and Coke. I said, yeah, let me get a double shot Jack and Coke. I knew it was going to be hell it was a good time man live shows are kicking back in and i think it's gonna be a uh i think it's gonna it's only gonna get better and as COVID starts to die out more and more i think we're just gonna get bigger and better shows i mean you've, in our area at least we've been seeing a lot of big bands come through like i said we just had volumes and burials the other night and we got left to suffer and boundaries body snatcher and plenty other more that are getting ready to come around the corner i think live music's only gonna get better and i think it's gonna get more crazy and get fucking wild and 
mm, shit's gonna get broken. Oh. Next podcast, we should talk about like bodily injuries that we've had in pits because I've had several. <laughs> I think we could go on and on about all that shit. Um, before we end the podcast, though, I think we should go around. We should. We haven't done it yet. I think we should go around and plug our shit. I mean, I'm gonna have our banners up here so people will see it. But I think we should plug. You, how do how you guys feel about that? Yeah, dude. Follow me on fucking Twitch. It's at Chiplet Six. That's Chip Lit number six i x baby chiplet six follow me i play be- <laughs> fucking shitting on kids playing video games bro when are you live uh, is it when are you live marshall when i feel like it i respect turn it on, turn on the alerts you know how it goes <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's the greatest plug of all time eric your turn shit how you gonna follow that? Too up? much going on. I got too much going on, bro. Uh, I got a YouTube channel. You can go check that out. It's just Ekis. Uh, I stream on Twitch every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, and uh, we're we're doing gaming streams at random. So you can come check those out if you didn't, want. Didn't you just have a big um, announcement recently? Have a what? Didn't you just have an announcement recently? Yeah, we launched a merch store, uh, so you guys can go buy some shit if you feel like you want to do that. Uh, <laughs> My uh, we make music on on YouTube as well. Primarily do reactions, but we do uh, we do original music as well and some mask related stuff mm. also. Uh, what else? I don't know. There's probably some shit I'm forgetting. I do a lot of stuff. Just go fucking click it and shit. <laughs> click the links down below for your boy Dennis. You want to plug something? Mm-hmm. Uh, just follow my Instagram. What it is ninety eight. I just post the shows <laughs> I go to. <laughs> I love it. Much it. And uh, I'm live on Twitch every Thursday, every Saturday, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, X Superhero Joe X. I'm also on YouTube. We do reaction videos, gaming content, all kinds of buffoonery. Uh, also have a Patreon at the same thing. Come check us out. I appreciate everybody for hanging out on the podcast today. Stay awesome, stay metal. Woo! <laughs>